Let's turn in the Scriptures now to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. 1 Thessalonians 1. And we'll be reading the verses 1 through 10, the whole chapter. First Thessalonians 1, verse 1, these are God's words. Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ and the sight of God and our Father, knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power, in the Holy Ghost, and in much assurance, as ye know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. And ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost, so that ye were examples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, But also in every place your faith to Godward is spread abroad, so that we need not to speak anything. For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for His Son from heaven, whom He raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. Those are God's words. Again, I hear a new letter to the church in Thessalonica from the Apostle Paul, the Lord working through, speaking through the Apostle Paul. And as in all of his letters, it begins with the greeting section and the thanksgiving uh, here section for the benefits here, thanking the Lord for the benefits that the Lord had granted to the church in Thessalonica, even in salvation through verse 5. And then to the end of the chapter, he reminds them of the success of the gospel among them, of which has been made known in many places. And friends, this this evening, be reminded here of the several evidence of the gospel success amongst us. You look around, you probably see many new faces you didn't see a few years ago, and we praise God for that. It's what He has done by His grace. But do not let gospel success... Uh, that comes by God's grace make you complacent. But we are called here to serve the living God and the Lord Jesus Christ every day. And then, of course, we're promised in other passages that we'll receive a great reward. And here, we are also, verses 9 and 10, we are called to turn from our idols to the Lord. And we all have our idols. And we are to turn from them to the Lord in Christ to wait for His Son to come from heaven. And he, as He's raised Him from the dead, He will also deliver us and has delivered us from the wrath of God, those who come to faith in Jesus Christ and His death on the cross for us. He has delivered us from the wrath to come. 
And that and for that we give praise to him and thanks. Now let's pray now. Our Father, we're thankful once again for your word. We pray that you would make us to be a faithful people who love you, who are thankful to you for all the things you've done for us and how you have brought us unto yourself. Uh, you've granted us faith in Christ. And for those who do not know you, we pray that you would grant faith even today. That this would be the day of salvation for them. That you would send your Holy Spirit and do your great work of grace and showering your grace upon uh, many. That you would grant them faith by your Spirit and changing their wills. You would cause them to believe. To believe that Jesus Christ died in our place. We deserve because of our sin. The wages of sin is death. And He died for us who believe and who turn from our sins unto Him. And now, we, Father, we do confess that we are not perfect. We have sinned against You. We continue to sin against You because we are so weak. But in Christ we are strong. And Father, we ask that You would bless us this evening and You would strengthen us and grant us a cleansing of our sin. Cause those sins to be put to death, to be mortified and put out from us as the Spirit works in our hearts and our lives and our bodies. We pray that the flesh would not increase but decrease and so that our hearts would be holy and righteous. And now, Father, we do pray also for our congregation here. We praise You that You're the God who has brought back those who have went far from us, even Maria and Joanna and Junior and Johnny. We're thankful that they're back from Japan, that You gave them safety. And uh, Father, we do pray for Johnny as she's uh, struggling with uh, transitioning back. We pray that You would heal her body and uh, strengthen her. Uh, Father, there are maybe others who may be sick or not feeling well. We pray that You would strengthen Your people. Those who are weary and struggling in body, we pray that You would strengthen them in body and soul to serve You all the days of their life and to be spent even for the sake of the kingdom and for our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father, we ask as well that You would be glorified in all that we do as a congregation, even in our worship of You. Our Father, we pray that you, would, um, that you would bless the young ones here. That this evening they would hear You speak, and they would believe what they hear. We pray as well that You would strengthen us in faith, strengthen us in our courage, that we would even, when it comes to the Gospel, that we would not be ashamed of the Gospel, but proclaim it and testify of what You have done from Your Word, even in our lives, to those around us, even our neighbors, our family members, that You would grant salvation to many throughout the world. And Father, we know that there are wars and rumors of wars. We pray that You would grant us comfort knowing that Christ is on the throne sovereign over all these things, and even promised uh, about that there would be wars and rumors of wars, even until His coming. And so we pray that You would grant us peace in our conscience, in our hearts, not only concerning our sins, but all those things that are happening in the world. And that we would put our faith in Christ. That we pray for our nation. Our nation is wicked and rebellious. We pray that You would turn this nation to Yourself, 
to Christ your Son, that they would, our nation, our nation's leaders, uh, you would save them from their sins and they would rule according to your word, which is perfect for government and perfect for the governing of bodies and peoples in this nation. And so we pray that many in this nation would covenant with Christ and commit their way to Him and not money and not power and authority. For all power and authority is Yours and so is all the wealth. For You own cattle on a thousand hills. You own everything for it is all Yours. And You're the God who gives it to us and we're thankful for all the things You've granted to us in our homes and our beds that we're able to sleep in and the roofs over our head, the heat and the air conditioning and the clothes and every single little thing that we could think of. Uh, Father, You have provided for us and we're thankful for all the good and perfect gifts You give, not only in our, to our bodies, but even to our souls. We're thankful for the Word. We're thankful for the body of believers and fellowship and communion we have with one another as we commune and seek greater communion with Jesus Christ, Your Son. And pray that You would grant that greater communion with Him. And uh, Father, we also pray for those who are wayward in our congregation, that You would turn them back to Yourself. That You would cause them to be here, to love You, to love worshiping You with Your people, and to pay our vows. We must pay our vows. And so grant us that, Father, by Your Holy Spirit and grace. For we break our vows every day, whether marriage vows, church membership vows, and many other types of vows, ordination vows. Father, we pray that You would make us to be a people who keep and pay our vows unto You. The God who watches over us and cares for us. The One who never leaves us nor forsakes us. We pray especially this week, as we've prayed in the last few weeks, for our Presbytery meeting this coming week, this Thursday and Friday. We pray that You would bring all those elders who are coming uh, that they would have safety in their travels and You would bring them safely, safety, safely back to their homes when they leave. We pray that the meeting would go well, that it would be in accordance with Your perfect will, according to Your Word, and that all the elders would rule according to Your Word and Your Word alone and not the methods and ways of men, which is faulty and always fails. Uh, Father, we pray that You would grant success rather as uh, we plead that Your elders would rule according to Your Word, which is the truth and is always successful, even when it seems to men and mankind to not be successful. We praise You still. And we're thankful for the strength You grant to us as a people, as a congregation. We pray that You would grant us that strength now as we continue worshiping You. And we pray that Your Spirit would be poured out to work in our hearts. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.